0: I'm Jody Nisnik, and you're listening to so much more. In John sixteen twelve, Jesus stated, "There is so much more I want to tell you." He then pointed to the Spirit as the one who would come, who would further His teaching by bringing. His Word to life for us. So much more creates space for God to reveal His truth through His Word. Today, I am excited to have Aaron House with me as we have a conversation around the spiritual discipline of scripture memory. Aaron is the founder and executive director of Piercing Word Ministry and co-author of Warriors of the Word book and video course. And he has a fiery zeal for Jesus Christ and the word of God. And he has personally memorized and performed 26 books of the Bible before a public audience. He is passionate about equipping other believers to successfully memorize God's word for themselves and wield the sword of the spirit in their everyday lives. Aaron is originally from Texas, but he currently lives in Lancaster, Pennsylvania with his wife, Emily, and their three children. Before Piercing Word Ministry became full-time in 2013, he was a full-time professional actor at Sight and Sound Theaters in Lancaster, Pennsylvania for three years, and then in Branson, Missouri for two years. He has a BA in musical theater from Wichita Baptist University in Arkansas, and he is also an ordained minister. Welcome, Aaron. It is really fun to have you on the podcast with me today.
1: Thanks so much, Jody. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Well, so we're talking about the spiritual discipline of scripture memory. And to be really honest, I can't think of anyone else to have this conversation or anyone better to have this conversation with. You have memorized 26 books of the Bible, which is amazing. So I would love to just know, how did you get started on the scripture memory journey? And why has it been so important in your life?
1: Yeah. Well, it's my story can, <laughs> it depends on how much is my story you want. Cause I, I get I, back. It starts back you when know, I, I received the Lord when I was eight years old as my personal Lord and savior. And I uh, was diagnosed with a number of different neurological disorders that year and uh began battling those things. I had been battling those things and continued battling those things. And really God used all of that to draw me closer to himself as, as a teenager hmm. and, uh and you know, I had, I had memorized, you know, scripture in like uh, Bible drill, uh, you know, the Baptist version of Bible quizzing and all that, you know, uh, when I was young. and uh, But then, you know, really, as I drew close to the Lord, I ended up memorizing whole passages and books of the Bible and um, and then, you know, God taking us, taking me all the way through, you know, college and And, and starting piercing word ministry, which is another story I could tell you. Uh, And then, uh, but, uh, and then then memorizing, you know, the the majority of the New Testament is, is kind of another story after that. So, um, so yeah, we can, we can dive in any, anywhere in that progression, but.
0: uh, Well, I think for me, I really want to know where scripture has been healing in your life, because I know mm -hmm. that's a big part of your journey is that you found deep healing Mm -hmm. Yeah. You found the word to do what the word says it will do, that it will yeah. transform and change us. And yeah. so I'd love to know about that yeah. part of your journey yeah. a little bit.
1: Yeah. So, so like I said, eight years old, diagnosed with uh, several different neurological disorders. I, I was diagnosed with Tourette syndrome, ADHD, obsessive compulsive disorder or OCD and rage disorder. And these things plagued me uh, on a daily basis and uh, it would daily drive me to physical and vocal tics, distraction, hyperactivity, obsession, and rage on a daily basis. Mm. And so uh, I would have to be uh, oftentimes, uh, I, I would fly into a rage and in order to keep me from hurting myself or others or breaking things in the house, my I would have to be held down by my mom, my dad, and my brother, uh, until the adrenaline would finally release through tears. Wow. And this was a daily ordeal. I remember crying into my mom's arms when I was 12 and just saying, Lord, why, why do I have to be so different than everybody else? Why can't I just be a normal kid? You know, uh, all I want to do is serve God. You know, who would ever marry me? I was so broken, so desperately in need of God's uh, healing. And, and uh, just uh, shortly after that time, I was, I was homeschooled all the way through, by the way, uh, my younger years. And uh, shortly after that time, I had a uh, teacher on uh, video uh we uh, uh, i used to pop my teacher in the vcr that dates me a little bit uh for those of you that don't know what a vcr is it's uh it's kind of like a dvd player oh uh, wait no so you, you know what that is. it's like streaming uh so, so, so uh anyway so i would pop my teacher in the vcr and uh it was a bible teacher's bible mm. class and he challenged me to have a daily quiet time with god and Like everything else in my life at that point, I began to obsess about it as my obsessive compulsive disorder would dictate. And I I said, I decided I was going to do this. And so the next morning when I popped my teacher in the VCR and... Yes, if I had my daily quiet time with God, I literally began to hit myself because I'd forgotten, so I, <laughs> needless to say, by the end of that semester, I was having a daily quiet time with God thirty minutes every day and you know I began to spend time with God and as I spent time with God, he began to show me things he began to show me uh he began to speak to me during those times and uh he began to say, you know Aaron, you know, you may have been labeled with all these neurological disorders." But your true disorder is a sin disorder. Mm. And regardless of how much adrenaline was surged into my body at times when it shouldn't have been, I was still responsible for my actions. And I began to weep over my mm. sin. I began to, uh, to, to cry out before the Lord for forgiveness. Uh, and he, and, he, and he, but he didn't stop there. And he continued to speak to me. He's like, Aaron, you know, even though your true disorder is a sin disorder, and yes, you've been labeled with these other mm. neurological disorders. He so said, you're not defined by any of these disorders. Mm. These things don't define you," uh, he said. "You are a child of the living God, who is fighting alongside your Savior, Jesus Christ, to win daily spiritual battles against the enemy, whose aim is to steal, kill, and destroy your life. And so I began to take on that identity of, of a child of God, and and and. And and I been my times in the Lord, with the Lord in the mornings began to grow from thirty minutes a day to an hour a day, two hours a day. I was spending so much time with God as a twelve-year-old, thirteen-year, a fourteen-year-old kid. Two hours a day, and like, I just couldn't get enough of him. I needed him. I needed, I needed the word, mm. and I began to, and I realized, began to realize, I can't just leave the word on the page. You know, I, I, I began to highlight and underline chapters and whole books of the Bible. That I needed to take with me. I, I, I couldn't just leave it on the page, and so I, I began to memorize God's word, as though my very life depended on it. And, and in many ways, in that season, mm. it did. Yeah. And uh, that, that really is the moment that I began to become a warrior of the word.
0: It's amazing to me how much maturity you had as a 12 year old to have the clarity of thinking to say, I need you this much, Lord. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't even a believer until I was 13. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, that, that to me I think wow. Mm. And so the things I was doing as a 12-year-old who was not filled with the spirit were probably things no 12-year-old should be doing, but uh, that's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think gosh, that's what just is so striking to me is how much you needed him and how much you knew you needed him. Yeah. So you started memorizing his word like your life depended on it and you found out it did. Yeah. And that led to healing, didn't it?
1: Yeah, so I memorized the entire book of Philippians when I was 15. And I didn't even tell anybody. I just recited it to myself on my bed one day when I finished. I was like, "Now what?" Um, <laughs> but the Lord knew. The yeah. Lord knew what was next. He knew what he's been preparing me for and my life's calling yeah. and where he's brought me to and how I'd be equipping hundreds and thousands of believers to be able to take God's word with them and win spiritual victories with it in their lives and and um and in one of those one of those passages in uh uh, with in in philippians my favorite chapter philippians 3 really kind of grounded my identity in in christ you know and it's a it, it's yeah you know, i count everything as loss compared to the surpassing worth of knowing christ jesus my lord for his sake i have suffered the loss of all things that i count them as rubbish in order to make gain christ and be found in him not having a righteousness of my own It comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know Mm -hmm. him. That I may know him. Mm -hmm. And that that really is is the biggest driving factor that that drove me to memorize even more scripture and memorize even more and more books of the Bible. Is just that knowing. Just Mm -hmm. like I want to know you. Yeah, because there's a lot of reasons to memorize scripture that you, you we could go into, you know, you you memorize scripture to fight temptation. You can memorize scripture to share the gospel. You can memorize scripture for just to pray it over people. You can do all these things. But but really that 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 deepest like yearning that goes even deeper than all of that is just to know him. Mm. And um, and so that. Yeah. And then and that that passage is actually uh, Philippians three has centered me in my identity in Christ throughout my life when I've been tempted to put my identity in other things like my accomplishments or my job or my relationships or whatever it is I try to put my identity in and I, I kind of I kind of start, you know, drifting, you know, yeah. in that direction and finding that I'm putting all my identity over here and God's like no. <laughs> no, it's lost compared to me.
0: Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. I'd love to talk a little bit about some practical things. Um, yeah, does scripture memory just come easier to you than the rest of us? I mean, you have an <laughs> acting degree. You? you memorized all these books of the Bible. You memorized this book when you were fifteen. Like for me, I'm thinking, what are some of the barriers? One of the yeah. barriers I see is that it can be really difficult yeah. to memorize things. Oh. We are not a memory based culture. Um, so we have everything against us. Like, I don't even know my mom's cell phone number. (laughs) (laughs) I just put it in my phone once and never looked back. So how, tell me about that. Is it easier for you or is this, is it the same for all of us?
1: Well, it's, uh, I, I love to tell people that I don't have any better brain than you do. I mean, I was made in the image of God, just as you were, and we were all made uh with with brains that work faster than supercomputers so we have the the tools given by god to be able to actually memorize uh god's word and um, and I don't have any special capabilities. I don't have a photographic memory. I don't have, you know, some extra large lobe in my brain <laughs> that's making the magic happen. None of that. I, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I've pursued after the Lord in this way and I, and I, I've, I've discovered what works for me. And that the cool thing is, you know, because I've memorized so much and God's taken us through this, my wife and I through this whole journey and we published this book, Warriors of the Word, you know, uh, a lot of the things that God taught us, you know, he, he taught us, you know, how to memorize and how not to memorize. <laughs> and that's in the book. <laughs> yeah, you, know, yeah. how, you know, how, you know, why to memorize and why not to memorize, you know, uh, what, you know, what, what to memorize, where to start, you know, and so all these things that God has taught us over the years, we, we put in this book because there's things, there's things that you can you, do, uh, no matter who you are to memorize more effectively. And there's things that depending on your learning style, you can do to maximize the way that you specifically learn.
0: Yeah, that's really good and encouraging. I have memorized scripture in the past for various reasons. In fact, I remember one time uh, when I was in seminary, I had to memorize a chapter of the Bible. So I chose John 15 because I love that. And I cannot remember it now. I mean, I remember bits and pieces of it. You know, I know what's in it.
1: (laughs) I know where to go. Yeah. (laughs)
0: But how do you how do you keep it in your memory?
1: It takes review. And so so there's yeah. so, so there's there's different pieces of the memorization puzzle. And and we talk about this in uh in our book Warriors of the Word as well. Uh we have a whole chapter on, on uh kind of planning it out and really understanding the different stages of memorization because first you have to to read it, right? And you have to understand it and 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 maybe dig in a little bit, make because if you don't understand it, it's not gonna stick, you know. And then you have your active memorization time. We talk about see it, say it, do it, see it see it with your eyes, say it with your mouth, do it with your body. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of different ways you can do that, not just hand motions, but we can talk about lots of different ways. You can write it out, type it out, lots of different stuff. Um, and then there's the review part of it after you act, because memorization is really, uh, in my mind, active memorization is a one-time experience. And I say that because there's many other um things that surround it. Like I said, the pre-memorization, the understand it portion, and then afterwards, the review it. And review it has several different stages. There's the solidification review, which happens every day for seven days after you've actively memorized the passage. And then And then there's the maintenance review. Maintenance review happens once a week, once a month, you know, and and, you know for as long as you want to maintain it, you know. Mm. And if you don't maintain the passage, you lose it. And then we we live in a fallen world. Our minds are continually forgetting. So there is no magic key that like I'm always going to remember this. But I will tell you some really cool something. Really cool um, is that there are certain passages that I've maintained for so long now that I don't really have to maintenance. Mm whole books of the Bible that are just there. Wow. Like, like Philippians, uh, and James and, uh, and so many, the Sermon on the Mount, Jonah, things I could just give you. And and I don't even have to, I don't even have to go back and review. It's just right there. It's always there because I've done it, you know, so often, you know, and it's part of my life. I share Mm -hmm. it often. I share it. I share it to other people. I share it to my own soul. I share it to, I share it on stage. Uh, and it's just part of my life. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, but that's, that's, uh, that's, that's kind of far down the memorization uh, line.
0: Yeah. It's finally, it's finally really in the long-term yeah. memory or it's, I, is it even long-term memory? Cause you can access it so quickly. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes yeah. things that are stored too far back in the file cabinet, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta sit for a few minutes and think through, how do I get there? How do I get it out? Yeah. Uh, So gosh, that's, that is really encouraging. So you, you gave us a tip a few minutes ago about see it, say it, do it, do it. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about, about that.
1: Well, that's huge. That's one of the biggest things I can tell anyone when they're getting to memorize, because, you know, with so many people, when they go to memorize, they go, they, they pick up their Bible and they start reading silently. All right. It's, it's 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 terrible it's like stabbing yourself in the eye it's painful it is do it don't do it so so we say never memorize silently it's it's the biggest thing i can tell you is never memorize silently. so so the easiest way to overcome that and to actually because because okay let's pause for a second when you are memorizing something you are a teacher of yourself okay so if you're a teacher of yourself Every good teacher uses all three learning styles. All right. Well, do you want to be a good teacher of yourself or a bad teacher? <laughs> you want to be a good teacher of yourself, right? Of so you, you're going to use all three learning styles. Well, well, if we're going to use all three learning styles, we have to say it out loud while we're reading it. So in order to do that, guess what? You have to do it in a place where you feel alone with limited distractions. And that's what most people don't realize is that, oh, yeah, I can do this while multitasking. No, you need 100% of your attention and focus in a place where you feel alone with limited distractions because so you can say it out loud and not feel goofy all right so so we need to be able to say even even if my i'm a i'm an extroverted person and my <laughs> wife walks in the room and i stop reading out loud like that's i mean that's just the way our, our minds yeah. work that way yeah. um so so memorizing a place where you feel alone with limited distractions and and uh and see it say it do it so so the easiest way begin saying it out loud but then what is that people are like what is do it i don't understand so do it i mean the easiest way to see it say it do it for anybody is write it down while you say it out loud Mm. you're seeing it with your eyes you're Mm -hmm. saying it with your mouth and you're writing it with your hand uh you can also do that same thing typing see it Mm. say it type it okay easiest way to see it say it do it i have friends that, that effectively memorize in that way and it's awesome um I personally am a little more kinesthetic uh, than that. I'm first auditory and then kinesthetic and then visual those, that's the order of my strengths. So I try to choose tools that are going to be very auditory and kinesthetic combined. So I actually act it out while I memorize it. So I'm, I look like a goon in my living room. I walk <laughs> around and I portray the characters. I try to say it in the voice or the tone that they, they would have said it in. And I'm just like, I'm acting it out. Okay. So my wife, on the other hand, uh is she's 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 first kinet- kinetic and then audit and then auditory and then, or maybe kinetic then visual then auditory. She actually does um hand motions uh while she's while she 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 say, she she does the see it, say it, do hand motions. Um, which is great. Um, and that's really, really effective. It's not, it's not rocket science. You can make up your own hand motions. It's like super, super easy. You know, you say, you know, for God to love the world, you have on gotten God, you point to God, you know, love you. You, you, you know, you hug your chest you know, and world is, you know, you just make a little world with your hands. Yeah. It's super easy. Not, you know, not, not rocket science. You know, <laughs> Yeah. Don't
0: make it harder than it is. <laughs> yeah.
1: So the key is to become a kid again and engage creatively with the word, because yeah. when you create an experience, it's more difficult to forget. It, it's, we're all about creating experience that are difficult, to, creating experiences that are difficult to forget, because when you hear something, we forget almost everything we hear, right? It just kind of goes in one ear out the other. It's the way we, this is the way we work. We have too much information. It just we just you know delete, delete, delete. But when you create an experience and you touch it yourself and you recreate it in your own way, there's there's a, there's a special connection. It becomes yours. Mm. It's like a it's like a child playing with play doh. Okay, before the play doh comes out of the, the, the jar, it doesn't belong to the child. But once the child takes it out and makes a snowman with it, then it's this is my snowman. Hmm. okay it's still the same play-doh All right so same thing with the word we're not changing the words it's the same thing but we're making it ours yeah. we're, t- we're, we're, we're 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 drawing some piece of art to make it our own It's a, a visual art you know making it like uh um word art or whatever you know to make it our own or we're making our own hand motions to make it our own or we're making it you're putting it in our own voice to make it our own or we're or we're doing a even a game on a on a on a, 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 a scripture memory app like verse locker Verse locker by scripture memory Me fellowship is a great tool. You know, you're you're playing this game where it's, you know, taking away a word at a time and you're kind of doing this game to make it your own, or it shows the first letter of each word, and you have to be able to quote it with just looking at that. And it's kind of doing it in a new and creative way that becomes yours.
0: Yeah, I love that because especially even when you said be a kid again, because yeah. I think scripture memory has been given to us as adults as kind of like Eating your vegetables—it's <laughs> like <laughs> you just have to do it. And I'm sorry yeah. that you don't like cauliflower, but you need to eat it because it's good for you. So, I mean, I just think we—it—it it, it feels boring. It feels mm. like something that we're just kind of sucking up and doing because you know what we're supposed to do it if we're even yeah. doing that, or we just say, "Yeah, I, I'm not going to." I I engage with God in all of these other ways,
1: and that's what we say. If you're not having fun while memorizing scripture, you're doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. And and for those people that just like are like, you know what, I can't memorize that's that's the the biggest the biggest hurdle, even more than all these tips that I'm giving and these tools, the biggest hurdle is the mindset, the battle of the mind, because the fact of the matter is you can. And as long as you tell yourself you can't, you won't. So So every single person that I talk to that comes up to me and says, You know what, it's great, you can do that. My I have a terrible memory. No, from now on you say, By God's grace, I have an amazing memory, an amazing mind, and I can hide God's word in my heart and in my mind. And if you have that, if you speak that speak words of life over yourself and not death, speak if you speak those words of life over yourself, guess what? They will become self fulfilling prophecies. And if you speak death over yourself, guess what? It's gonna be self fulfilling prophecy in the wrong direction.
0: It makes me think of the enemy as the father of lies. That's his that's his native tongue, and so when we we speak these lies over ourselves, we're just in agreement with the enemy, yeah. oh, I can't do that,
1: yeah,
0: well, <laughs> you're just agreeing instead yeah. of agreeing with God, you're yeah. actually agreeing with the enemy on you know and tearing yourself down, so that's super helpful, yeah. I appreciate yeah. that,
1: yeah, and there's a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm too old to memorize this that's kind of a it's a kind of a a myth that we believe as well. It's, yeah. it's another version of the same lie. Because I know people in their sixties, seventies, and, and even eighties. I I know a woman in her nineties who memorized the uh, you know Psalm ninety one, and she mm. was half blind and deaf. If if Ellie can do it, you can do it.
0: That's so good. I heard you on a podcast a few months ago, and I had felt the Lord nudging me. To start memorizing again. Wow. And I had been meditating on Psalm 37 and I was like, I have to memorize Psalm 37. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I've, and I started it a little maybe two weeks ago and I've been going slowly. So it's helpful to get some tips from you. And I'm through mm. verse eight now. So, nice. but it has just been. You know, I, I've woken up in the middle of the night. That's the first thing that's rolling around in my head. God's word mm-hmm. and just the truth that he is inviting me to through his word. Yes. Do not fret because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong
1: mm-hmm. or
0: like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. And those verses, like just some things that I see going on around me. He's just telling me, don't look at that. What are you supposed to do? Trust in me. Dwell in the land where you are. Commit your way to me. Delight yourself in me. I've got it, Jody. I've got yeah. it, yeah, and so you know, I wake up in the middle of the night. That's the first thing on my mind. Um, I sit with the Lord in the morning, and I just am you know slowly thinking about these, and I am saying it out loud. That's a very yeah. helpful tool It has helped me yeah. memorize, yeah, um, and you know, but it's an interesting psalm because it's repetitive, and so how mm. how have you gotten over? some of that verses that are very similar to each other how do you how do you lock those in cuz i find that there's a few verses where i'm like oh, wait that that's a little bit like this one
1: yes but a little different you know, it's okay so if you see um things that are similar but different isolate them and put them right next to each other and, and say them one right after the other and or, or or write them out right one right after the other and notice the differences and try to find a pattern in the differences and say, okay, well, first it's delight yourself in the Lord. And then it's commit yourself, commit your way to the Lord. And then it's, or whatever, you know, maybe it's all yeah, these phrases yeah, yeah. that are all about the Lord. And then it's like, for, okay, so it's delight, commit, trust, you know, or whatever. you know, And you just kind of like, yeah. and you just isolate those three or four things and you just make it a list that you, or that you can be like, okay, it's first, second, third, fourth. And then, as you do it in the passage, you can kind of come to them and kind of
0: mm. you.
1: You can kind of check it off in your mind in that way because, like, okay, well, I already, I already did, you know, delight, commit, try yeah. You know, so, yeah, that's helpful. That makes sense.
0: Are there some passages that have been really hard to get in to your to your head?
1: Ephesians one.
0: Yeah. Why is that?
1: Uh, it's very philosophical in nature and not tangible and uh and and it's also very like you said re- the same similar type of repetitive but different Yeah. and and but in in but in very un- somewhat unpredictable ways you have to really notice the okay so it's different in this way <laughs> you know yeah. yeah um ephesians one has has given me trouble for a number of years i've re-memorized it multiple times um but and i just i just shared it as uh part of the the all of the entirety of the prison epistles last week as something as part of something called the Great Recital in Dallas, Texas. But um it was Ephesians one, man. That one was the hardest probably. Uh
0: okay, so that's probably not where we should start. Where do you recommend?
1: <laughs> so maybe put that one on the like a couple years away. <laughs> but but Ephesians one is awesome. It's so cool. Ephesians but is amazing. That, but it's from a memorization standpoint, it's a little harder. Um as as far as recommended passages to memorize i mean we have i mean we our entire chapter 3 in warriors of the word is on this so we have a whole different you know you know you know starting with you know simple life verse make sure you memorize that you know get a get a verse that you can really cling to for your identity in christ a handful of gospel verses you know uh whether that's the romans road or whatever so you can share the gospel at any moment temptation fighter verses. you want to make sure that you get some verses that are being you're able to, to fight against the enemy against whatever temptations are coming against you or whatever fears are coming against you at that moment or in that season of life um but other than that you know kind of a growth stay, the growing um uh we call it the growth track in our book uh is, is a little bit more about you know okay let's take a take a chapter you know take take maybe the psalm of your age however old you are look up that psalm and memorize it and nobody is 119, That's so right. you have nothing to worry about. Uh, <laughs> most Psalms are actually pretty short, you know, between mm-hmm. 8 and 13 verses. So it's a nice, uh, encouraging passage to memorize most of the time um and then the uh another challenge would be to do your favorite chapter so whatever your favorite chapter is remember right some people yeah. are like my favorite chapter is romans eight that's a beautiful chapter you know mm-hmm. uh mine's philippians 3 you can still mine you know um you know uh you know my wife loves the chapters in isaiah like you know isaiah 58 and 53 and things like that so you know you can do something like that or you oh, can james right. one james one is a really popular one to start with you know a psalm one is another one psalm one the beautiful passage to start with really short and just all about, you know, rooting yourself in the word. And uh so, so yeah, so those are some great places to to begin if you're wanting to actually take that next step into a chapter.
0: Yeah. And so we, the scripture meditation that goes along with this episode is in Psalm one, just the first three verses. Yeah. So you can go and listen to that, meditate on it. It's, it's about meditating on God's word. It's about why we want to have it just in our heart and in our mind. So, yeah. uh, go listen to that. And ma- maybe that's the beginning of your meditation yeah. journey.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, or your memorization journey is by meditating on it. There you go. Aaron, tell me a little bit more about the resources that you offer through your ministry. Yeah.
1: So, at warriorsoftheword.org, uh, you can find both our book uh, called Warriors of the Word. It's the Bible memorization battle guide for winning spiritual victories. You can also find our video course for small groups, uh, also called Warriors of the Word, uh, where small groups can uh, memorize and study God's Word together as a group and each person gets to choose a passage to memorize during this 8 session video course and and throughout the 8 sessions that uh they get to be encouraged with accountability with, within the group and get to share victory stories of how god is using that passage to win mm-hmm. spiritual victories in their daily walk uh which is always one of the coolest parts and then at the end uh your group has a scripture sharing celebration where everybody shares the passage that they've memorized uh with the group and and some way that God's used that passage in their life to win a spiritual victory. So it's a it's just a really encouraging way to to do that with a video course with a group. And uh and that's all at warriorstheword.org.
0: That's awesome. And that's where people can find you as well, I assume.
1: Yeah. You can contact us through the website. We'd love to hear any questions or uh we also we also Emily and I also come and speak and share about how to become a warrior of the word. We share scriptures and stories from our own lives about how uh God has uh, used his word to win powerful spiritual mm-hmm. victories uh, and, and then to be able to encourage people to take that next step in the rise and, and, and hide God's word in their yeah, heart.
0: Yeah. I love it. Well, the Lord does tell us that his word should be living and active in our lives that when we mm-hmm. transform our mind through renewing it, we are transformed. Yeah, And so I just, yeah. um, Huge fan of the work that you're doing. So grateful for how you have even just inspired me to start doing this mm-hmm. as a spiritual discipline and spiritual practice in my life. So wow. really grateful for that. Wow. Praise God. And I hope, I hope for the rest of you as well that you'll start the journey of scripture memorization and grab a copy of Aaron's book. There'll be a, um, some links in the show notes for all of that as well. Well, Aaron, thanks again for making some space for us today.
1: You're so welcome, Jody. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, also friends, I just want to thank you again for joining us today on So Much More because we really do believe that Jesus has so much more to say to us, and we are creating space to listen.
1: Often we believe our questions mean we don't have faith, but I believe Jesus loves our questions. Our questions are windows into heaven. I'm Caden Fabrizio, and on the Questions with Caden podcast, we ask and answer one question per episode as relevantly and biblically as possible. Questions about fear, anxiety, depression, addiction, and so much more. Don't worry. Your questions, they're not going to scare Jesus. So ask away. Listen and subscribe now at lifeaudio.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.